0: same one 2 Hallelujah, thank you Lord. (laughs) Praise God. Thank you Jesus. Hallelujah. God is so wonderful and we thank him for it. We thank all the staff that are here in the building helping to bring today, bring this message, bring this service to you who are watching us online, those of you who are here in the building. We just thank God um, for you. We thank you for joining us. Thank you for hanging out with us on this morning. Um, I do ask that you would share and that you would like our video on today. Share it with a friend and evangelize. You can be an evangelist. You can help us to spread the word of God by um, just sharing our video with your friend and say, Hey, Open Altar Worship Center is online. Um, Also, um, I want to... Take this opportunity to give you the ability to be able to to give on today. I have my offering, my tithes together. Um, I was telling somebody that um, when you give unto God, when you sow unto God, give from your heart that you cannot beat God giving. I have a testimony that um, I don't care what I, I don't care what it is. Whatever, if somebody gives me a gift, I tithe off of it. I tithe. Uh, uh, my my surrogate mother, Mother Parson, taught me that. Mother Parson taught me that everything that I have, tithe off of it, and I live by that. And on yesterday, I had somebody to tell me check my email, and when I checked my email. The email said check your bank account when I checked my bank account it was a blessing in there for me wasn't expecting it but they had put a deposit in there for me and I said Lord I thank you so I encourage you on today to sow your tangible gifts Sow your, this is good ground. I can tell you that this is good ground. We've not had to shut our doors during COVID. There's a lot of churches that shut their doors. But I can tell you one thing God has provided for this storehouse. It says to sow and to pay and to pay your tithes and sow your seeds to the storehouse. So I encourage you on today. There it is, across, flashing across your screen. Text OAWC to seven seven nine seven seven. Text us, text your seed, sow a a seed. Not only that, you can give via Cash App. Just search Open Altar dollar sign Open Altar, and and you'll find us. Just a couple of announcements. And also, if you want to sow into our missions, this week is our food pantry week. So on Saturday, we will be be giving out food to the community and to anyone that wants to come. You don't have to be, you know, well, I don't need it. Or, well, come get it for somebody else. And we're going to be doing that from 1030 to 1230. We're going to be packing the boxes and anybody that comes can come. You don't know where to come. It's 4992 Euclid Road, Virginia Beach, Virginia 23462. And I can tell you we're going to do it rain or shine just as the as the announcement says and it's only while supplies last. When it's gone, it's gone. I, last month we we gave away, we had by 12:30 we were done. We had given everything away and we're anticipating a greater crowd on this week. So this week on May the 22nd, join us. And if you want to volunteer to help to pass it out, we encourage you to come out and help us at 10 o'clock. Meet us out here if you want want to volunteer. Meet us out here at 10 o'clock and we will definitely enjoy the, the, the help. And definitely we'll be fellowshipping at the same time. Also, on this coming Wednesday, we have us to uh, get to know us sessions or begin to belong session at um, 7 o'clock, and we do that via Zoom. You want to know what Open Altar Worship is about, who we are, what we do, what we believe in, why we even exist? Join us via Zoom. And we're going to answer those questions for you. It's nothing like saying, well, what do they believe in? Well, on this coming Wednesday at seven o'clock, this is our last session. We are going to be, we're going to be delving into who we are, who we are, what we believe and why we exist. Praise God. Our mission, our goal here. Um, I think that is everything that I needed to say. I want to dive into the word of God on today. And on last week, um, it's a continuation from last week. We talked about Extreme Makeover, and that's our sermon series for the month. Um, but I want you to turn with me and your Bibles to Habakkuk. Habakkuk the third chapter and Habakkuk is right after Nahum and it's snuggled right in the middle of Zephaniah. Nahum, those of you who are still using your paper Bible, I had to break mine out today. A lot of us use smart devices. Go ahead on and look it up on your smart device and I'm reading from the New King James Version. It's like many people don't use, use paper Bibles anymore. But let me tell you something, it's always good to have a paper bible. It's always good to have the word of God on paper. Why? Because what happens when the lights go out and your phone dies? <laughs> what happens then? You're lost unless you have hid the word of God in your heart. And the Bible says that I've hid the word in Psalms talks about God, I hide the word of God in your heart, my heart, that I may not sin against thee. So let's just read I'm going to read uh, in in Habakkuk. I'm just going to be reading verses 2, 3, and 4. And the New King James Version says, Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision, make it plain, on the tablets, that he may run who reads it. Verse 3 says, For the vision is yet, For an appointed time, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. And verse four, you're probably saying, why in the world? But it says, behold, the proud, his soul is not upright in him. And the last verse says, but the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. Father, we just praise you and we thank you for today. We thank you for your word. We thank you, God, for uh, even just allowing for me to come up and to address your people and to speak unto your people on today. I pray, God, that the word would... Uh, accomplish that which you are sending for for it to do, that we open up our hearts to receive what your spirit would say unto us on today. In Jesus name, we pray. Amen. Amen. On last week, and this is a continu- continuation, it's part two. Um, and on last week, I said that you gotta have vision. You gotta have vision. And if you remember, I talked about how the Wright brothers out of a little paper airplane um, that their father had brought home to them, out of that came vision, vision for the airplane that we now ride on, vision for if you go down into North Carolina, you will go through the History Museum of the Wright Brothers and you will see the the various uh, stages that the airplane went through. Um, But from that one paper airplane came vision. And then I also showed you some pictures of my sister's house of um an old house that she inherited from my my um from my family. And in those pictures you saw how she had to gut it, she had to clean it. Um I looked at it and was like this is not for me. Why? Because I did not have the vision For that she had. But now when you look at the pictures and you go in and I just was hanging out with her for a few minutes on yesterday. um, And and when you look at how it was gutted, the kitchen, every part, there it is on the screen. I mean, it was gutted. She had to go in, uproot the floor. Matter of fact, I was at one particular point, I never told her, but I thought it was going to fall in. I thought it was going to cave in. I was like, you see the hole in the floor? I thought that the house was going to just cave in. But she got in there and she had vision in 2015. No, 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 no. uh, Excuse me. Yeah, I think it was 2015 that she started the work. But from the vision came a, a, a beautiful home. Now this is the kitchen that you look at. This is the air. She has put marble floors down. You wouldn't even know that it was the same house. And as a matter of fact, she's got some pictures on Facebook that you would think that it's a, a, a Better Homes magazine. Because when she took the picture you and put it on Facebook, it looked like the Better Homes. And then this is the other part where the hole in the floor was. She put French doors in. She had vision she had vision so remember what i was talking about vision is a specific goal or outcome that god wants us to pursue for the future it's not for now, but it's for the future. It's a specific goal. Uh, 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 God literally comes in and, and in Nehemiah, it says that um, what God had placed in Nehemiah's heart. Heart does not necessarily mean our physical heart, but it means our spirit man. Heart means our intellect. So in other words, he places an idea. He places a burden in our in our mind, in our intellect to where we live literally our thoughts become connected with that which god has placed in us um and 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 it's not for now but it's for uh um a a future time it is the power of imagination you know um i had my my great nephews and um this week i had the four-year-old while the other one was in school um i was in charlotte just with them um helping them and let me tell you something. I was sitting there listening to the, the the five-year-old and the five-year-old was talking just like it was a room full of people. He was playing and he had his buzz light year and you would have thought that he was in whatever the buzz light year. He was playing. But literally, his imagination had taken him to a place. He was no longer in that room with me, but he had the power to imagine himself being somewhere else with a whole lot of people. The power of imagination. And so we have to take ourselves back to being able to imagine ourselves somewhere different than where we are right now. Do you imagine yourself being rich? Do you imagine yourself being, driving your Tesla or driving your, your dream car? Do you imagine yourself having that business that you've been thinking of? Do you imagine yourself being prosperous? What do you imagine yourself? How do you imagine yourself being on next week or next year? The power of imagination is vision. And with vision is always going to promote God and not people. Vision is always going to promote God and not people. And so I want to tell you one thing. If you have no vision, then you are a slave to your reality. When you have no vision, you're a slave to your reality. What do I mean? When you have no vision, you are subject to whatever is happening around you. You have then released yourself to your circumstances, to I'm never going to get out of debt. I'm never going to have that. When you have no vision, when you have no uh, uh, imagination that I'm going to do better, then you stay stuck right where you are. You can't grow. You can't move forward. You don't have the ability to create anything new for your life. You become Enslaved to right where you are because you say this is all I'm going to do. This is I'm never going to be anything. I'm never going to because you cannot imagine you can't imagine yourself being anything than what you are. So vision, you have to understand that vision is key, and understand that our thought patterns dictate our behavioral choices. As a man thinketh. So is he. So if you think that you're not going to be anything, then guess what? You're not going to be anything. You'll be like, well, Pastor Wendy, that's kind of hard. But no, it dictates your choices. In other words, if you if you don't think that you are going to do anything, go anywhere, you're not going to choose to get up and move to get anywhere. You're going to stay right where you are and continue to, to choose and make bad choices. Um, I One thing that I do want to say is that vision requires structural changes, requires changes in our thinking. Changes in our thinking. And see, when we have no vision, we then become um, we become a, a, a subject to external pressures and internal pressures. Meaning that um, the, the, the pressure and the situations around us will literally cause us to stay stuck. The internal pressures, the, 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 the uh, 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 discouragement will cause us not to move forward. So what do you expect? What do you expect out of your life? Society will dictate for you. Instead of you dictating to society, this is not, this is where I'm going. As for me and my house, I choose to serve the Lord. For me and my house, for me, as for me, I choose. It's a choice. It is a choice. And the cause of many of our disappointments, the cause of many of our staying right where we are, if you look at your life um, and think of it as how was, how, what was I doing last year? Am I still doing the same thing last year as I, a, 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 this year as I was last year? As I, am I still in the same place physically and mentally as I was last year, this year as I was last year? So, in other words, Vision will cause you to not keep staying on that hamster wheel. I call it the hamster wheel because you're spinning and you're spinning and you don't realize, wait a minute, I can get off this wheel. I can get off of this. So are you choosing? Vision will cause you to step off of that repetitive situation, the repetitive relationship. Wait a minute. I done been in this relationship over and over and I know that it's not any good. You can step out of it. Vision will say, I can do, I, I can do it. I, I can make it, you know, and when I say that, you know, a lot of us, and I'm not just talking about male and female, but I'm saying a lot of times we get into partnerships with other things and other people that we don't, and, and they're not sewing into us, but we can step out of it. We can envision ourselves, wait a minute, hold on. I don't need to stay connected to this. So vision, vision. One thing that I wanted to say about vision and in our in our text on today, it said, then the Lord answered me and said, the only way that vision is going to come is that you have to stay close to God to receive the vision. Then the Lord answered me. So in other words, we have to know the voice of God. We have to stay close to Him so that He can speak to us, speak to our situation, speak to us uh, uh, in the midst of. Get that connection. But if you're far away, if, if somebody goes outside of this church building, outside of these four walls, and speak to me and and say say something to me, I cannot hear them because I'm not close enough to them. But when they come close. I'm able to hear what they're saying. So in order to receive vision, in order to get vision for your life, vision uh, for God to place the vision and things inside of you, you have to stay close. Uh, Habakkuk said, then the Lord answered. And so when we're talking about you got to have vision on last week, I talked about some things regarding vision. First of all, vision will be implanted or birthed inside of your spirit. I talked about that. It connects with our intellect. It I, literally it's like a burden that's placed on you. You ever had a burden that you're like, man, uh, it's placed, it's so heavy on me. You know, even with work, I, we, we got healthcare workers in here. That's not my vision. But with them, it's like it, it's like, man, it's a burden when they see somebody that's go, because they're a healthcare worker and God has placed it on. It's like it's so birthed inside of them. And so number two, it says I talked about on last week, the vision will become the focal point of your life. That's all you will think, that's all you will drink. I never forget it when when we were looking for buildings to move into, man, I, I would. And even now I'm riding around. I'm like, oh, oh, that'll be a nice church building. Oh, that'll be nice. You know, I I was like, man, that's not. Oh, they can turn that into just vision. And, And even when someone talks to me about things that God has placed in their life, I began to just see things for them. Vision. It'll become the focal point. You'll eat, you'll sleep, you'll drink. Everything about you will, will will, just every decision you make will be literally based upon what God has placed in your heart. Then number three, I said the vision will dictate and give direction to your life. So in other words, every decision that you make will be based upon what God has placed in your heart. And then I said number four, vision will motivate you and it drives passion. You will have passion for it. It seems like, and and I've been there before, and Pastor Robert will tell you, when I get something um, uh, in my heart, it's like I cannot stop. I can't sleep. I'm constantly picking up something, uh, reading it, uh, writing it down, doing something that uh, 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 is, 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 is based upon what God has put in my heart, constantly moving towards it. It drives me. You know, uh, uh, I never, I'm always moving. Why? Because it drives me. It gives me the energy. And so number five, this is where we're going to pick up at. Number five, we're talking about some things about vision, some things regarding vision. And number five, I want to say that we have to move towards the vision, move towards the vision what do I mean? What am I saying? Move towards the vision. So for instance, if you want to buy the house that you want to buy, you got to get your credit straight. You got to make sure that things are in order for you to buy the house. You have to begin to prepare yourself. That's moving towards that which God has shown you. So we have to move towards the vision move towards it what are we doing in life what are we doing that thing that god has placed on your heart what are you doing to move towards that vision i remember when god uh placed my business that i have and is is doing very well um when he placed it on my heart i began to write um um some things down and but the first thing that i had to do was i had to uh He he dropped the name. I was talking to my neighbor and he dropped the name of the business in my heart just through us talking. Then he dropped the scripture in my heart. But then the first it was good enough to have that. But then I had to begin to move to becoming to to making that vision a reality um, as I had to legitimize myself. What do I mean? I had to go to the state corporation commission and make sure that my business Nobody else had the name of my business. So I had to go and get my state uh, corporation license. I had to go to the state and register my business with the state. I had to move towards my vision. Then the next thing I had to do was I had to get an EIN. I had to make myself legal with the IRS. Then I had to get my business license for the city. So I began to move even though I was doing things Already that was in line with my vision, meaning that I was helping people. I was doing this. I was doing that. But then that I began to really uh, uh, make that vision, make my business that God had planted inside of me to become a greater reality than what I had even imagined. And so through that, I ended up just getting when I started moving towards the vision, then God started bringing clients. To where I'm going to be honest with you now. I I, I can pick and choose. You know, I I tell myself all money ain't good money. I'm being serious. I can pick and choose. And I've turned people down because I chose not because they, God just did not tell me to work with them. And, but God has provided. And so, and I've had the business for about three years now. and, And God has just added to. So we have to move towards the vision. Number six, the next one is God's vision will give you the protection for provision. What do I mean? Vision attracts resources. When you have vision, resources will come. It's God's responsibility to feel, to to provide the resources for the vision. God will open up doors for you. That's outside of your control. Honestly, you've been trying to push up against that door, but God says I can open it when I'm ready. But vision when 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 you when you begin to move towards that vision why would you give a thousand dollars or three thousand dollars or or four thousand dollars to somebody that that's not that you are? That's not going to do anything with it. It's going to squander it. But you have a person over here is like, man, if I had four thousand dollars, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm not talking about being selfish, but I'm talking about uh, um I'm going to open up that business. If you plant the seed, somebody's going to sow into that. Because it's that idea, it's that thing that God has placed in your heart. But if you're just sitting down doing nothing, guess what? You don't have a need for any provision. Am I right about that? Am I right? You know, uh, 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 I, I I think about um, playing the, the, the keyboard. I learned how to play the, play the keyboard. I had a vision of myself. I literally saw myself playing the keyboard. I would go to churches. Never, 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 uh 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 Never even thought about, I would go to churches and I'm like, man, I wish I could play because they didn't have a keyboard. Man, I wish I could play. Man, I wish I could play. And and it was like, it was so heavy on me. I said, but you know what? One day I'm going to learn how to play. Not for me, but if I go to a church and, and I'm not the greatest, but if I go to a church and they don't have a keyboard player, I want to be able to sit down and, and just kind of play some background music. And so one day I, I got to the keyboard and I looked up some YouTube videos and I pulled out my old keyboard. And before I knew it, I had a little help. Somebody taught me, you know, some easy keys to play in. and And before I knew it. Mother Parson who is not here anymore will tell you in 2 weeks time I was playing the keyboard. 2 weeks time. I'm I won't the greatest. I'm not the greatest now but I can carry my weight. <laughs> Amen. But I had that goal, I had that unearned, and so God said, if "You have that desire, I'm gonna fill it for you." It won't nobody but the Holy Spirit, and He placed people in my way, in my in my path. He gave me individuals that said, "Look, okay, do this, do this, you know, invert this." They showed me some easy ways to play. I don't know, uh, I know notes on the keyboard, but don't ask me what notes key c major i don't know but i know how to play i know patterns why i'm serious i'm just trying to to motivate you god will open up doors for us We can't accomplish it by ourselves, but God and God will place people in your life. He will place mentors. He will put put support and receptive people, people who are receptive to. And they. they, you, you think about Mary and Martha. You remember Mary and Martha? And it's like the baby jumped in Martha's stomach when she ran into Mary. God will place people in your life that literally your vision will cause them to jump. My God, get around some people that will encourage you. Get around some people that's not going to speak negative to you. That's going to speak life to you. Our pastors. Pastor Lou and Pastor Sheila, we, me, me and Pastor Robert have submitted ourselves to them. And I can tell you what, I, when I talk to them and say, you know, this, that, and, and, and Pastor Lou told me one, I said, you know, I'm just, so, I'm so full. I'm just, he, said, he said, he calls me PW. He said, PW, he said, you're just so, you're full of vision. And I understand what you're going, because I, I wasn't understanding it. I thought something was wrong. I said, okay, I need to, I, something's wrong. But he said that you're full of vision. And he said, I understand what you're saying. Not only that, make sure that you're around some people that's going to challenge you. Not always going to tell you yes. Not always going to tell you, yeah, it's good. Get around some people and say, look, you know, uh, have people around you that's saying, wait a minute. I think you need to take that back to the Lord in prayer. It ain't ready for you. You know, that's going to challenge you. I believe in getting around people that will challenge my thinking. You know, have you thought about that? Have you thought they will cause you to expand? Get around some people that will cause you to expand. You're you're, you're only thinking one way, but as you talk to them, they will begin to cause you to see things in another way. So vision attracts resources, not just finances, not just uh, human, but it will attract people, resources, people. That will even move for you. The next one is, is vision causes us to live beyond what we see. We began to expect more for ourselves. We began to see ourselves doing and being something better. We we see ourselves beyond our current circumstances. We see ourselves getting an education, already being educated. Well, I've already, I've already got this degree. You ain't even, you haven't even started the first course, but you see yourself already obtaining that certification, already obtaining that education. It causes you to live and to see, to live beyond what you see. It causes you to move towards what God has for you. Now, One thing, the next thing about vision is vision is for an appointed time, as Habakkuk 3 says. Habakkuk 3 says that it's uh, it's for an appointed time. And one thing that I do want to go back to when it comes to vision, and this is not in my points. When it comes to vision, you have to write things down. God told Habakkuk, he said, write the vision. Write it down. Write it down. Write some things down. God, I, I got this. And just write your list. Keep it. Write it. But Habakkuk 3 and uh, 3 says that the vision is for an appointed time. It cannot be rushed. It cannot be rushed. It, it it takes time. I remember when I was growing up, my sister used to make um she used to make uh what is it, sugar candy. Sugar candy, where you take the sugar and you let it melt and you make candy, or it's almost like candy apple, and then you can put some, 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 uh, food coloring in it or whatever. But it took time to melt that, that sugar down. And then it took some time for the, the, the sugar to harden to become a piece of candy what you can eat. So it's not going to happen overnight. It can't be rushed. Don't rush it. Let it take its course. The next one is vision has a voice. It cannot lie. This is the word. It says that it will speak. And I started thinking, God, how does vision speak? How does vision speak? It begins to speak as it unfolds in our life. As God begins to unfold that which he's placed in His li- in our life, it begins to speak. It begins to speak to us. It begins to speak to other people. It be, and, and God will, um, as as God as the vision speaks. I, uh, I I didn't show any pictures, but this building that we're in was there was no walls, there was no carpet, it was nothing but a cement floor. There was no backdrop. There was nothing, but. As we began to come in and say, "Okay, I see this, I see that we started to put things that we saw that God had placed in our heart. We began to put it in the building. So now what the building speaks, it speaks to you as to what was in our hearts. Amen. Y'all get me. Y'all understanding me? So as God unfolds it, it's going to begin to speak, not only speak to other people, but it's going to speak to you. And when it speaks, it's going to speak life to you. It's going to speak and it's going to it's going to give you that encouragement to keep going. It says, wait a minute, I do have a purpose. You know, there is purpose. Uh, I'm so and it's not going to lie. It's remember what I said. Vision always promotes God and not people. So it's going to begin to support you. It's going to begin to encourage you. It's going to remind you of what is possible, just a little bit. You ever seen and, and I, I, um, you ever seen when you've been having a bad day and somebody just comes in and gives you that phone call or give you that text and says, "Wait a minute, hold on, you know, I'm thinking about you today." It's like, man, it gives you that encouragement. That's what vision does for you. When I say it speaks, it will speak to you. I think about when I was um, praying a uh, couple of weeks ago and I was praying to God about some things and he spoke to me again and he said, unless the Lord builds a house, they that labor, labor in vain. It was him speaking to me which gave me encouragement to say, wait a minute, hold on. It encouraged me, it reminded me of what's possible. The next one is, is that Time will test the authenticity of vision. The authenticity of vision. Listen to this. It says at the end it will speak, though it tarries, it says wait for it. Don't give up on it. Don't give up on what God has spoken in your heart don't give up it will test the authenticity of your vision if trials come and you give up on what god has said it won't i can be honest with you you have then aborted what god has placed in your heart if if you can just place it down and say forget it then guess what it was a fad and not a vision i'm serious If you can walk away from it because trials come, because people are not necessarily in agreement with you. And if you say, wait a minute, you know, I'm just done. People speaking negative. Boom. It was a fad. It wasn't a vision. But when God places a vision in your heart, come hell or high water, you're going to be like, I don't care what they say. I'm going to keep moving forward. When it's late, you're going to be discouraged, but you're going to say, but the Lord. You're not going to abort what God, you're not going to walk away from it. And there are times that we will abort what God has placed in our heart, what God has has for us. And we will let other people abort it through their negativity. You know, and, and let me just put this plug in here. There's times that you're going to be all by yourself. Nobody's going to be with you, but you still got to keep moving forward. I think about during COVID. <laughs> during COVID, whether we should shut the do- church doors or not. You know, people stop coming and it's like, okay, God, you know, should we just, should we do like all the other churches and shut the doors? And God said, that ain't what I told you to do. He said, look, he said, that's my responsibility, not yours. You just be the vessel, the one that I need to use. And he supplied and has provided every step of the way. All I had to do was be available. There were people that told us that we need to shut the church down. That ain't what God said. And so it's like there's times that you have to go beyond what you see. Don't lose your motivation. Don't lose your desire because of what everybody else is doing. And let me let me say this. Social media will cause you. Stay off of social media. I'm not saying I, I go up there, but I have to limit my time up there because it will depress me. Because I'll be like, wait a minute. I'm not doing like everybody. I, you know, I, I don't look like this. I, um, uh, this is the, And look, you, you start comparing yourself am i right am i right about that y'all we start comparing ourselves to what we see people putting on social media but we don't know what's happening behind the scenes god ain't gave you that that's not your mission that's not your assignment that's not your vision that's their vision so don't compare yourself but i say keep the fire burning in your heart keep that passion in your heart don't lose your motivation don't lose your 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 desire don't bury what god has told you don't and 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 listen to this god will not waste our waiting god will not waste our waiting if you take that period of waiting as a moment to lay yourself before god god will expose to you some things That you need to get straight. He will expose to you some thinking that you need to. He will expose to you. He is not going to waste our waiting. He's not going to waste it. He's going to expose ourselves to ourselves, expose us to ourselves in the waiting. So don't despise the waiting. And this is my last one. So in your waiting, lay before God. And, and, and I look at it as uh, if you look at verse four, that's why I read it. Behold the proud. His soul is not upright in him. In your waiting, ask God when, when, when the vision is waiting, say, God, uh, 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 reveal to me. Search me, oh God. Know my ways. Know what's in my heart. Get my thinking right. God, God, uh, creating me a new spirit, create in me the right spirit within me. So that when the thing does begin to come to pass, I know how to handle it. There are things that God knows that we're not prepared for, so He has to, we have to wait until we get into position. So the last one is keep our mouth full of faith. Stop speaking against what God has said for you. And don't allow anyone else to speak against it. Look at this it says, but the just shall live by. A lot of us say by faith, but it says by his faith, meaning, meaning my faith, my faith, the just shall live by his faith. That's what the new King James version says. This is what the word that I'm reading. We have life and death in the power of our tongue and we can kill what God wants to cause to live just by the lack of faith by the words that we speak stop speaking contrary to what God has said for your life his soul is not upright in him so God if I'm having a problem with faith if I'm having a problem with believing what you've spoken over my life. Help me God. Help to get my vision right. Help to get my heart right. Help to get my mouth right, my tongue right, so I can speak faith. I need to speak faith. I need to speak what you're speaking God. What does the word say? What does your word say about what I'm dealing with, what I'm going through? Faith. Faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. And the evidence of things not seen. Faith. It took faith for Noah to build an ark wasn't raining people were laughing at him man what you doing God if Noah would have waited for the rain to come to start building the ark everybody would have been lost but God placed and spoke to Noah and said I need you to build an ark For you, your family, and two of every living thing. And Noah built an ark. Sun is shining. Noah kept building. People were laughing at him. Noah kept building. Noah, people didn't want to sow into him. Noah kept building. People didn't want to help him, but Noah kept building. Don't stop building. Don't stop. It takes faith to keep moving. Keep your mouth full of faith. Every time that negativity wants to jump up, you tell that negativity, shut up right now. But I choose to walk in faith. That's all you got to say. Nothing elaborate. I'm going to walk by faith and not by sight. I'm going to walk by faith and not by sight. I'm going to walk by faith and not by sight. Get close to God. Say God. And I'm doing that now. Even for some things in my life. I'm laying before God. And saying, God, I need a vision because I don't want to move unless you lay it out for me. I don't want to make a decision unless you tell me that this is the decision I need to make. I don't want to say anything. See, some of us want to talk, 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 and we're saying stuff. But, God, I don't want to say anything that would be contrary to what you have for me and what you've spoken for my life, my assignment. What's your assignment? Nehemiah's assignment was to build the wall. Ezra's assignment was to bring the people back together again. Everybody has an assignment. What's your assignment? Vision. Don't compare yourself to anybody else. Don't do it. Don't believe everything you see. So I encourage you on today. I want to motivate you. It may look Bleak now, but just keep moving forward. Stay connected. Stay close to God. Get yourself around some people that will encourage you, that will speak life into you. Let's pray. Father, I just praise you and I thank you on today. Thank you, God, because we are going to move forward. We're not going to abort that which you have spoken over our life. We're not going to, Father, give up on that which you have for us and the assignment that you have called us unto. And I even hear right in my spirit now, Well, I don't know, God. I don't know what it is. I don't know know what you have for me. I speak right now for that person that's hearing me. I speak clarity to them. I declare that God, you will make it clear to them what it is that you have given them to do. I pray God that you will cause it to become so blaringly visible to them that they can't miss it. And I pray right now, Father, that even that person that I hear right now is saying, I'm I'm just tired. I'm giving up. i just, Lord, I pray for right, them right now. I pray strength. I pray for a supernatural strength to come into their heart, to to just lift them up and encourage them right now. That they would not give up, but that they would hold on and keep moving forward. I pray, God, that you would place the right people around them that would encourage and help them and hug on them and love on them. That would undergird them, God. We thank you, Father, because you are a creative type of God. And because we are your children, you have caused us to have that same creativity. So I thank you, God, for making us in your image, giving us your creativity. I thank you, Father, for even just making a way for us through your son, Jesus Christ. His mission was to come and to give his life for our sins so that we can be reconciled back unto you. So I thank you for that. And then not only that, you sent your Holy Spirit, whose mission now is to be our comforter, to be our guide. And that father even now that we would not block out the voice of the holy spirit that we would not block out the leading of the holy spirit but we would yield to him and allow him to lead us in your direction in the direction that you have called for us to go so we thank you father in jesus name amen praise god for you on today thank you once again for coming and and joining us um I just appreciate you. I pray that you have a great week on this week. Lay before God. Seek God. Allow him to speak into you on this week. Until we see you on next week or on Wednesday, be blessed and have a great week. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's go ahead on and, and get our. Our seeds together. Let me let me just say something now. I was talking to. Um, I was talking to somebody on this week. I don't even know who it was. Oh, I know who um, I ran into. uh our old assistant pastor I was in Walmart and ran into him and we were just talking we were we were talking about how um, the enemy has tried to snuff out the voice of the church if you notice that there's some small businesses that have closed but in the most part the enemy has tried to shut down the voice of the church You know you look around and and uh even in here it's gotten extremely lean and so he was saying even over where they're at it's lean and and the bishop is trying to encourage the pastors to keep their doors open some of them are wondering whether to keep their doors open and I told him I said let me share something with you I was talking to him about the praise and the worship team and how the Lord you know clean house you know and we were talking and and I said but you know what and he he encouraged me because he said you know what Pastor Wendy he said God saw that coming he said because guess what he said he taught you how to. God taught you how to play you can play the bass the drums and the keyboard he said and then not only that you can sing he said God knew position that you were gonna be in before you ever got there and I said you're right I know and I told him and this is the way I feel and y'all can take it back to whoever you want I don't care about filling pews and filling seats with just people what my goal is here what my passion and my vision is here is to fill these seats and to have people in this building that has a heart for the vision of this ministry that has a heart for the people of God and that have that are connected to not just Pastor Robert and I but to the vision of this house I don't care whether we have a few or a lot what my purpose is and that we can get along. That's not bringing a lot of confusion. That's not bringing a lot of animosity. That cannot work with anybody. I told God I, I, and I told him. I don't want anybody that does not jail with the ministry. And I mean it. I mean it. And I believe that God will send just the right individuals that will be connected. It's not about partners anymore. It's not about numbers for me anymore. It's about people that are connected and can help with the vision of this house. Seriously. I'm being honest, y'all. And I would say that everybody that's under the sound of my voice, I know that y'all are with us. For real. I'm serious. Y'all are eagles. You ain't chickens. Other scripture that God gave me this week. And I told Pastor Robert. And it's, it's, it's proven to be true even in this house here. He said that in the last days that there will be a great falling away. We're in the last days. And you can see people have fallen away. So I encourage you. I thank you. Thank you for your presence. Don't ever, ever discount the ministry of your presence. Praise God. Everybody got their offerings together while I was talking. And I encourage you. Thank you, Holly. I encourage you on this week. Just anytime you come into the house of the Lord, I don't care what it is, sow a seed. Say, Pastor Robert, Pastor Wendy, I don't have the finances to to uh, uh, pay my tithe. Commit to just saying I'm gonna do twenty-five dollars a week. Seriously, just commit to that. Commit to something, but don't just come and take but not give. Praise the Lord. Bring something. Even like with little kids, we made sure our great nephews on last week had something to put in. Because we want them to be blessed. It literally puts a protection over your finances. Doesn't it? Ain't that right, Thelma? When you want to fix income, you put a protection over your finances. I must, I got a... I got to give a testimony. I don't know I'm talking. We're going to close here. I give a testimony to Miss Esther. Miss Esther gives even when she don't have it. I know you do, Miss Esther. But there ain't, But Miss Esther, God provides for her. Am I right, Miss Esther? Everything may not be the way, but she, he protects her. He provides for her. That's the way God does. So, so, so so let's pray Father we praise you and we thank you I'm going to give the benediction at the same time Father we praise and thank you for every gift and every giver God um, we are sowing a seed into our vision we're sowing a seed into our vision you say give and it shall be given back to us pressed down shaken together running over So, God, we're looking for that running over blessing. We're looking for the overflow. We're looking for the running over blessing because of the seeds and the things and and, and returning our tithe back unto you for giving our offerings, God, uh, 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 sharing our offerings. So we're looking for the running over thing. Press it down, God, and let it be running over unto us. In Jesus' name, Father, I thank you for everyone that has come out on today. I pray many blessings on them this week. I pray, God, that um, you would just move in their life and speak to them and open up some doors for them. Encourage them on this week. Give them that little bitty glimpse to say, you know what? Hey, this is me speaking to you. You know, cause things to just illuminate unto them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All righty. Thank you.